0: Welcome listeners to our patron preview of The Wolverine.
1: I've been trying to find you for over a year. It's an honour to meet The Wolverine. That's not who I am anymore. For many years, I have wanted to thank you for saving my life. I didn't send for you only to thank you, Logan. I wanted to repay you. A gift to equal the life you gave me. You have struggled long enough. I can
0: end your eternity. Make you mortal. So, The Wolverine, released in 2013, starring Hugh Jackman, of course and a very large Japanese cast that I won't get into their names because I'm sure I'm going to butcher at least 100% of them.
1: Well, I won't do them the disservice of not naming them, so I will name them. We have Will Yun Lee, Tao Akamoto, Rilla Fukushima, and my personal favourite, Hirok. Hiro... <laughs> Hiro- <laughs>
0: Hiroyuki Sanada. I do know one name as well. Is it Hiroki? It's Funkir Jansen. Oh. <laughs> I bet you what love that. Fuck? I bet you I love that. I was so
1: angry when she rolled over <laughs> in bed. I would have kicked her out like there was no tomorrow. Seriously, I thought I was done with this bitch and she rocks up. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And as soon as I saw her once, I was like, okay, it's not going to be a one and done for her as it should be. She's going to keep coming back. And oh, man, terrible. I can't be alone here. Like, come on. Surely you saw him and was like, oh,
0: really? The first thing I thought was Dean is going to go nuts. (laughs) And this is directed by James Mangold. Do you know what else he did? Yeah, Logan. That's right, Logan, which is the reason why we're doing this X-Men series. It is, it Hmm. is. Do you know who else was attached to this project prior to James Mangold?
1: Oh, was it the, the pedo, Brian Singer? No, he's done. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: Actually, no, I don't think he's done. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he did Days of Future Past, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Okay. No, who I'm talking about is Guillermo del Toro. Oh, really? He did express a very keen interest in directing this, as he was a huge fan of the Japanese saga of the Wolverine comics. But after he did a couple of meetings, he decided he didn't want to spend two to three years of his life working on this movie, so he passed. Is that how long James Mangold spent on this? No, that's maybe how long Guillermo del Toro would have spent on this. (laughs) Well, maybe it needed it. (laughs) They actually had Darren Aronofsky was originally set to direct as well. And he worked on the project for about six months before he left, uh, citing long overseas shooting would prevent him from seeing his family. Do
1: you reckon they get paid for that six months?
0: Absolutely. During the time he was attached to the movie, he rewrote the screenplay that was done by Christopher McQuarrie as well. You don't know who that is. He did Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and Mission Impossible Fallout. Nice. Yeah. And it was speculated the real reason for his departure was the studio's unwillingness to approve his draft, which aimed for a hard R rating due to heavy sexual content and brutal violence. Sexual content? Yes. Man. Get to see more of that ripped Jackman. So according to James Mangold, this movie actually started out as a prequel to the original X-Men, but later he decided to make it a sequel to The Last Stand. He said, I wanted to tell the story without the burden of handing it off to a film that already exists and having to conform to it. The ideas of immortality reign very heavily in this story, and the burden of immortality weighs heavily on Logan. For me, that's such an interesting part of Logan's character that it's nearly impossible to explore in a prequel.
1: Yeah, and I think having, as much as I hate Gene Grey, I think having the Jean Grey element to it probably did help in expressing his, you know, hatred for being immortal. Like, he's mm-hmm. gone through so much pain. Yeah. He's lost someone he's loved. More than that, he's killed someone he's loved. Yes. And he's struggling with it in a big way. And I think as shit as the last stand is, he can at least use that that part of it to yeah. further along the Wolverine. Plus if you're if you if you have to have this as a prequel and set it up to, you know, finish around the time X Men One starts, you know you know the Wolverine lives. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And a lot of this movie has that what's going on with him sort of element. Yeah, exactly. To it, so,
0: and you can see James Mangold really loves this immortality kind of theme because he explores that even further in Logan. Yeah, definitely. This film had a budget of 120 million, roughly. Grossed 132 in America, 22nd for the year, and worldwide grossed just under 415 million, so 15th for the year. So oh, it made us That's good. I think that had a lot to do with uh, the Japanese setting. Would have made a lot of bank over there. Why not? So we talk about buff Jackman a lot during this X-Men series. Do you reckon this
1: is his buffer so far?
0: Absolutely. Hugh Jackman even
1: says that. How huge are his veins in that one scene when he's walking past where the bomb went off? Those arm veins, I've never seen anything like it.
0: Well, like we stated with Logan, Hugh Jackman at that point, for all these shirtless scenes, he wanted to look as ripped and as cut as possible, so he adopted that dehydration diet where he would not consume any liquid for about 36 hours before filming his shirtless shots. He said it made him feel headachy and faint, but he was pleased with the result as dehydrating tightened everything up and gave him the exaggerated muscle definition and vascularity that he wanted to show in his shirtless scenes.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous.
0: Do you know how, who he contacted to prepare for this role? No. None other than Mr. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. Nice. And The Rock said Jackman should gain a pound a week over six months, so 24 pounds over six months, by eating 6,000 calories a day of an awful lot of chicken, steak, and brown rice. That's exactly what he did. Hugh Jackman said that with this movie, he finally achieved the physique that he always envisioned in his mind that Wolverine should have. He said that for some reason, on each of his other five takes of the character, he felt that he never had enough time to get in shape. For this movie, he finally had enough time and he got his body exactly the way he wanted it to look. It definitely shows. Very impressive. Absolutely. But that's not all what this movie is about, Dean. We actually have a story we need to talk about. With an average of 6.7, over 396,000 ratings. So not very well received, this film.
1: No, it's not. Actually, that surprised me how low that is. I thought it was better received.
0: Well, we're going to find out if we like it, don't we?
1: Yes, we are.
0: So let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this Patreon preview.
1: Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything on over at patreon.com slash Journey.
0: And we've got plenty of other episodes over there, including our Die Hard series, Wes Anderson series, tons of other benefits, early access to our main show. Yeah,
1: exactly. You can even shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what movies you want us to review.
0: Yeah, so Dean set us spot on. Patreon.com slash IMDbJourney. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits that we've got to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out.
1: Thanks, y'all.